Hey everyone, it's Tony. It's David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking Disney. So Dave, what do we have on tap for tonight? All right, so uh, unusually we've got a couple requests for a topic. So I shouldn't say unusual, it happens all the time. This is probably the first time we're listening to the requests. <laughs> so uh, I received two requests, one from both firemen, one from Danny from Greenwich and Jesse from Bridgeport. So shout out to you guys. Uh, they're asking about Fast Pass and uh, Universal Express Pass. All so right. I thought we'd take the opportunity to explain the history of FastPass, what they're currently using, which is FastPass Plus. Plus in Disney World. And then Disneyland using the old FastPass and... Along with MaxPass. Yeah, and then hit Universal uh, Express. All right, cool. So uh, FastPasses, for those of you who don't know, uh, FastPasses is a ride reservation system that Disney started, I don't know, how long ago did they start it? That's things we probably should have researched prior yeah. to, to starting let's, the show today. Let's say, well, 10, let's say 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, you think... Yeah, I think so. I think longer, but okay. Okay. We'll go with 10 or 12. And uh, what it allowed you to do was uh, originally you brought your park ticket to the kiosk uh, for a ride and you put your ticket in. It shot you back a little ride ticket that gave you an hour window to ride your ride or see an attraction. And uh, it worked pretty well. You always sent the fastest person in your party uh, to the rides with everybody's ticket. Everybody's ticket. ticket. Um, and that's kind of still the way they do things out in California, yep. which which we'll get to, you know, the rest of California in a minute. Um, but that actually morphed into what Walt Disney World utilizes now as the FastPass Plus system. Uh, the original FastPass system was only for a handful of rides. And now FastPass Plus covers rides, attractions, viewing experience, viewing experiences, uh, or areas for fireworks and shows, character meet and greets, uh, and there's pretty much uh, uh, now it's a, a handful of attractions that don't have yeah, access to FastPass Plus. The adults are more prevalent, are, you know, are fewer far between than the dues. Right. Um, so the the current system integrates with the My Disney Experience app uh, and website, and once you have your uh, park tickets. Uh, you can, if you are a Disney Resort guest, choose three rides or attractions per day on your FastPass Plus uh, options per person. Uh, they're only good in one park. You can't cross parks. Um, and then uh, if you're a non-resort guest, you get to choose that 30 days out. And I believe it's also 30 days out for annual pass holders. Yes. With uh, with no park reservation, 30 days for annual pass holders. All right. Um, which is a big, right now, as we talk about it, though, it's a big kind of controversy in the Disney world because there was a scam, if you will, where a person would make a uh, Disney reservation. And as you know, when you have a reservation, you could make your fast passes at 60 days out. But if I could ask a travel agent, a Disney authorized travel agent, when do you have to make your final payment? That would be at 30 days. So what people would do is they would book their trip, make their fast passes, then cancel their trip, but keep their fast passes. Uh, Disney's now slammed the door on that little scam. Um, and as we speak now, it is now when you cancel the reservation. All of your reservations, fast passes, dining, all of that goes away. Correct. So that's a, that's a change that just came out. It's um, a good change. It's a very good change. I do. I, I I think the system works very well, uh, and it, it gets a little crowded, you know, like anything in Disney. But I think that's a good way to get rid of some of the, the abusers of the system. Right. Um, so, so you've made your three fast pass selections, and uh, you go to the park, you use them, and then you actually have the option to utilize additional fast pass right. selections. One for one. From there uh, on out. So you've used your third one. 
Uh, you log on to the app. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You go into the My Disney Experience app. You see what's available. And if, uh, let's just say, Peter Pan's available at 6 p.m., you can grab that. Once you're done with that Fast Pass window, you can go on and grab another one. So as long as there are Fast Passes available and the park is open, you can continue to grab Fast Passes. I, I, I do tell a lot of people who ask me about it, I tell them when you're, you know, when you're booking Fast Passes, book them earlier in the day because, you know... If the park opens, we'll say at nine for sake of argument for this whole podcast. The park opens, all the parks open at nine. Um, you know, if you could book three in a row, nine, ten, and eleven, then by eleven o'clock you're on your fourth. Right. You know, whereas if you book nine, noon, and three, you're not on your fourth till three, and most of the by then most of the day ones are are better attractions right. are usually used. Now, see, we've always found that uh, because we're rope drop people, Correct. and we're there at nine o'clock when the park opens. And usually between 9 and, uh, let's say, 10, 10.30, you can pretty much go on three or four rides without fast passes. Correct. Just because families with toddlers and whatnot, little kids, they take a little longer to get going in the morning. It's, just, it's the elderly and the children that slow you down. Right. You know. Uh, so, so generally, we won't make our first fast pass until the 10.30, 11 o'clock time frame. Uh, factor in a lunch. So we're using our, our fast passes from you know 10.30 to 11.30. One to two and two to three, and then we're on our then you're fourth, on fifth, yep. sixth. Uh, it's a nice option. If you have a park hopper ticket after you've made the third, the fourth, fifth, and sixth can be made in another park, which is a nice feature. So if you go to the Magic Kingdom in the morning, you bang out three, and you want to hop on a monorail and head over to Epcot, you're gonna have to take a bus to the monorail station because it's probably broke down. Right. And, and uh, you can, you know, <laughs> the doors falling right, off. Then you can watch the broken monorail, then get on another bus to go from the ticket transportation center to the Epcot and, and enjoy the rest of your fast passes. Right. And like Dave said a couple minutes ago, the the tough thing with the fast passes is, uh, you know, the better attractions are going to have little to no availability on the day of. So, you know, don't think that you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom and get a Fast Pass the day of for Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It could happen. It's very possible that somebody cancels. Right. Uh, but more likely than not, your Fast Pass attractions are going to be used for, you know, Haunted Mansion Correct. or the Mickey's Philharmagic. We got real good for the Autopia, yeah. yeah, you know. Um, so uh, that's that. Yeah. So, uh, again, so, so recapping, Disney World. Well, there's a, there's also one additional thing at Disney World, oh, yes. uh, and that's for concierge level guests. If you are staying concierge level at any of the resorts, you have the option to purchase an additional three fast pass uh, fast passes per day uh, for each guest for fifty dollars. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, the concierge team is already making fast passes for you. I'll tell you, having recently stayed. And the concierge level uh, at the Polynesian, the the concierge when it came to making fast pass, they were they were pretty useless. Were they? Yeah. Uh, basically, all they're doing is looking at my Disney experience. You had to give them your magic band. They they tap it in, and then they would look and be like, you know, okay. Well, that's day of, but the yeah. concierge team will also make your fast passes sixty days out yeah. ahead of time. So it was, uh, you know, I, I found that to be a weak link in the armor, if you will, of the concierge. You know, they boast that they'll help you with fast passes. They weren't really helping you. They were mm-hmm. like, you know, I, after about the second time I asked, I was like, okay, I'll just do it from my phone without having to come down here to bother you. Right. So. All right. All right. So that pretty much covers yeah, so, uh, fast pass, fast pass plus. So repeat magic kingdom or excuse me, Disney world. Uh, it's fast pass plus it's, it's 30 days out. If you have a regular ticket with no reservation, 
It's 60 days out if you have a ticket with a, an on-site reservation. An on-site, on-park, on-property reservation. Uh, I do miss the old days of the Disney Fast Pass with the paper ticket because right. what you would do is you'd have to strategically position yourself behind the Fast Pass kiosks, and then you'd have to look at the key, the turnkey uh, behind the machines. Are you familiar with this? Tom, or no? I, I've, I've okay. seen. So you uh, you got to look because there'd be the row of machines, like five or six machines in a row, and one of the keys would be turned in a different direction than the other. And that would be the machine that the cast member monitoring the fast passes would have the override. So when a person put their ticket in and it didn't work right or something, they could hit the button. And I, yeah, I always love that. Like the person would push, put their ticket in and you would see the cast member push the button. And it yeah. was like, you know, he's fooling them, but I knew what was going on. Now, this is where I became very savvy. What I would do is I would have people in my party distract said cast member. And then I would push the button. Uh, I worked very well numerous times over the years for a lot of attractions. Um, and uh, the only time I ever got caught once, I got caught <laughs> at a test track. And the girl came over and she's like, and exactly what are you doing? I said, I'm pushing the button. And she's like, and how do you know about the button? And I said, from college, how else does everyone know it? So she assumed that that meant that... You were in the college was, program. So she just laughed and said, have a good day. So... <laughs> Uh, it was very Jason Bourne-like. You right. know, I had to kill three people before I got to the Fast Pass kiosk. Unfortunately, I had a pen and a book, so right. it worked. But, right, and that uh, could have gone horribly wrong. You could have been banned from the Magic correct. Kingdom for life. Yeah, for life. Uh, so, but that is that is obviously gone now with the uh, you know the the advent of the Magic Band and it all being done on the app. Right. There are paper Fast Passes still available in Disney. Uh, one of my favorite Fast Pass hacks is in the uh, Adventureland with Pirates of the Caribbean. If you play the pirate game, the Jack Sparrow pirate game, twice in a row, uh, they give you a paper ticket to go on Pirates of the Caribbean. Nice. Uh, there still are paper fast passes for some attractions. For example, if you eat at uh, the Garden Grill in Epcot, your meal usually comes with a fast pass for an Epcot attraction, and it's the paper one. Uh, we've gotten Figment, we've gotten Nemo, we've gotten Turtle Talk and Crush uh, fast passes for those uh Rides while once again there. very low volume yes. fast pass yes, uh, you know, but, attractions. Uh, there are still some paper ones out there, and then also too, uh, you know, Disney has the ability to add more fast passes. Uh, I, I don't know why every time we go to a Disney, my wife has a problem with her Magic Band. I, I don't know what it is, but literally every time we go, from the we were we were one of the first guests to, to have Magic Bands. If you remember, I was very excited. We stayed at Animal Kingdom when they unveiled them to Animal Kingdom for the first month, and. Uh, we uh, were very, very excited about that. And um, when we first got them, Katie's didn't work right. And since then, uh, it's been a series of Katie not working right uh, with her fast passes. So last time we went, we had a problem with her fast pass. So when it opened the door to the room, and uh, we went down, and the, the, the hotel manager had to get another guy. They had to get their tech guy. Next thing you knew, there was a small army. They said, hey, head to the park. We're very sorry. We'll figure it out. Uh, I got a phone call a few minutes later from them they actually said they fixed it and they were sorry and that if we looked at our my disney experience they took care Here's of 63 anytime yeah. fast like, passes crap um you know another way to get a couple anytime fast passes is sit through the dvc tour it's an hour of your day but they do give you uh some anytime fast passes for any attractions so if you're die if you're that die hard for fast passes you right know, go to the dvc tour you get a bowl of ice cream and some fast passes so it's not bad for score no yeah. not at all and it's air conditioned so, right so that pretty much covers uh, the Magic Kingdom uh, and, and the rest of uh, Walt Disney World. Let's head across the country. And uh, speaking of the old Fast Pass system, uh, David and I are both he- 
<clears throat> but David and I are both headed over to uh, Disneyland. Uh, David in uh, thirty, tw- yeah, thirty days from right now. Thirty days on the clock. Me from about fifty-six days out, yeah. just before Easter. Uh, so we'll be heading out there. You've been to Disneyland recently. I haven't yes. been. Uh, I haven't been this century. Uh, Speaking last... of this century, it's funny you use that word because uh, while we were talking, I did a quick Google search. The Fast Pass was not debuted in this century. Really, nineteen ninety nine. Wow, was the original Fast Pass uh, rolled out in Disney World? Wow, it seems like such a it shorter does. time it, frame. It, yeah, and I and I was trying to think because you know, like I started taking Katie when we started going out in nineteen ninety eight. So to think that Katie only had like two Disney trips before Fast Pass, she doesn't know what it was like back during the struggle. And my first trip with Cheryl was ninety eight. There we so. go. I, I don't know. Do you, Missy? Do you think the Fast Passes add to the wait times? Like, because like if you go during a party. Well, first off, let me say, I think the Fast Passes have enhanced both of our relationships. Definitely, yes. Yeah. If it wasn't for the Fast Pass, we we'd, we'd be, be single. Yeah. We'd be single living living in my mother's basement. Together. <laughs> yes, together. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Like Some people debate it. It's a debate amongst uh, Disney people that the Fast Passes actually add to the wait, where if they just let the line go like they used to, uh, it would go quicker. Well, they obviously add to the wait if you're in the standby line. Uh, what's interesting is I, I don't know what the ratio of fast pass to non fast pass guests is. I actually learned this, and I learned this one day by uh, paying attention. They have a, a system, and it's color coded like red, green, yellow, and they they let the employees know the color, and the color corresponds to the attendance of the park. So if it's going to be a less crowded day, then the color would be green. And that tells them the fast pass person to standby line person ratio. So, you know, say for hypothetical, it's like 20 to twenty to 10 or 20 to 5, you know, something like that. Right. Then as the, the park gets busier and the attendance increases, the fast pass to standby line ratio is changed so that the fast pass people get priority. So then it becomes like, you know, 10 groups to one group versus right. the, you know, 20 to 10 or whatever. So, and, uh, it is done by a system of based on park attendance. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Good yeah, to know. Randomness. And now so, back to Disneyland. <laughs> so back back to this century. So so we're both shooting over to Disneyland. Yes. And uh, they're still using the uh, we'll call it the original. Yes. The fast paper. pass system. Paper. Which they they become a collectible now too. They have. I actually yes. was going through my desk and they I found, found a bunch of them. I found some fast passes from uh, Test Track for like February of 2012. Mm. So if you need, you know, if you need one, right? If I, you have I've a got DeLorean, to. and that is the time you're going, we can get you into Thunder I'd also like to walk up to somebody in the fast pass line and be like, "Here you go, my friend." Yes, and and see what they do. See what they say. I um I used to give them away as we were leaving the park. I right. felt like I kind of you know I had to get Disney by by making sure that this fast pass didn't. Uh, Expire. Right. We would, so, we would always get some, have some at the end of the night, and you see a family of four, and it's correct. like, you know, we're not going to use ours for pirates, and, yeah. you know, let's just spread a little bit of the pixie dust and so uh, give it to somebody. So you rip it up in front of the little kid's face and exactly. make him cry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then knock, knock the Mickey bar and popcorn out of yeah. his hands. Um, so anyways, back to California, because we got stuck here. So uh, California, again, they have two systems, really. They have two fast pass systems, if you will. They have what we know as the fast pass system, which is the paper fast pass when you... Go, you can't book them at all ahead of time. There's no uh, app. There's no My Disney Experience. There's no Magic Band. Get those running shoes on. It's it's rope drop and then you know throw little kids out of the way and make it to your favorite attraction to put the ticket in to get the ticket out. Uh, you get the window. Now, Tone, this is going to have to go from memory because we haven't had to deal with this in years. 
but I believe it's two hours. It is a two-hour window. It's a two-hour window. So if you go in the park in the morning and you get a, you go to Indiana Jones and you get a fast pass to come back at one in the afternoon, you don't have to wait from nine in the morning till one to get your next fast pass at eleven. I believe it's eleven. You're allowed is your to next get a fast second. pass. Correct. So, uh, it's the old paper system. They're printed out. You have to carry them around. Um, you know the Magic Bands haven't moved out west yet. Um, so the, and again, it, it it's the old system from the Magic. From the, I'm gonna have to get lanyards. Right? I don't you know what I'm gonna do. Lanyards. Yeah, it's like it's like in the Stone Ages. You know? Right. I don't I don't understand how these people do it. You know, back then the pe- poor peasants in the California that have to deal with uh, paper fast passes. But uh, then the the addition, if you will, uh, to Disneyland service the the is called the Max Pass. Max Pass is a fifteen dollar per day per person addition to your park ticket, and what Max Pass does is Max Max Pass allows you to book the fast passes via the app when you enter the park, which is the unique feature there. So you you know you can't do it ahead of time. You can't like you know okay we're gonna go to Disneyland today. We have Max Pass. We'll start looking. Uh, you have to enter the park and uh, for your, for it to work. Then it becomes like Fast Pass, where you use it. You have um, you use one, you get uh, one again a few mm-hmm. hours later. I'm drowning here, Tone. Help me out. No, you're doing fine. <laughs> um, so that's how Max Pass works. But again, it, the, the difference is Max Pass is an additional fee, right? Compared to uh, the, the park tickets, fifteen dollars per day per person, which oh. just raised the price from ten. I want to say a couple weeks ago in January. Yeah, they did. Uh, and one thing I wanted to mention is that the nice thing about Disney is uh, whether you're a resort guest or you're just walking in uh, as a day guest and you buy your park tickets, fast passes are available to everyone. Uh, it it really you know the the playing field is level. Whether you're staying off site or you're staying at the Contemporary, you both get three fast passes. Uh, you know, the difference being how long, uh, how far ahead of time you can book it. And right. if you're in Disneyland, whether you're staying at Paradise Pier or you're staying in the Contemporary, uh, the Contemporary, the uh, Disneyland Hotel, um, you know, you, you get the Fast Passes and they're available to you. Uh, Max Pass, I don't know. We're probably going to do it at least one day when we're out there. Uh, one of the nice things is that Mass Pass, Max Pass, also includes uh, photo passes. Yes. So all your photos from that day, whenever you have it, are good. Um, so we'll probably use it, I, I don't know, probably at least once, if not more. I mean, I plan on buying it every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, you know... That's but you're point. also a smaller fan. Well, I mean, you're not that much smaller yeah. of a family anymore. No. You're three, we're four. Right. You know, it's $60 a day for us. If we do it for two days, it's an extra 120 bucks. You know, that's two meals. Right. So I don't know. I plan on doing it more. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much it for the Walt for Disney right. systems. Uh, now the competitor dun, 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 is uh, Universal Express. So uh, I'm I'm familiar with the Universal Express just for the few times that I've gone to Universal and we've used it. I don't have much of the the problem is um, so Universal Express is their cut the line pass. One of the big bonuses of Universal Express is that you're staying at Royal Pacific the Hard Rock or the Portofino Bay, it comes included with your hotel room. Uh, if you're staying at any other resort, you have to add it on as an additional purchase. And it can be a pricey purchase. Correct. It ranges from like 90 to $130 a day per person. It's... Uh, depending per, upon the season. Yeah. It, right now, per for one park, 
it's $89. For both parks, it's $99. So for the extra 10 bucks, you get the, the extra park. Um, right, and like I said, that price will fluctuate. Correct. If you're going Christmas week, expect to pay like $129 per person. And, you know, you look at a family of four, uh, you know, a family of four, let's just say, let's say $100 a person. So a family of four, you're going, that's $400 a day. You're going to do two days there. That's $800. Well, you know what? The money that you just spent on those Universal Express passes, if you spend an extra $300 a day, you can stay at the Hard Rock. Right. Or you can stay at Royal Pacific. And that's that's one of the biggest tips. When people ask us tips for Universal, that's probably the biggest tip I give them. It, yep. is, it is worth it to stay one night, if, especially, again, if you're a family of at least three, four to stay in the in the park in the three what you'd call deluxe resorts Royal yep. Pacific Hard Rock Portofino because you get that express pass for included in the price right and it, like Dave says if you stay one night you get it the day you check in you and you get the uh, value of the express pass the day you check out so you get two days worth of the express pass for one night's hotel stay correct and um, the other thing that's nice about Universal Express when you're staying at the hotel it's unlimited. So if you want to go on Incredible Hulk 27 times, right. you just keep getting in line and going on it. And, and Universal System is a, is a lot different than Disney's in the sense that there there are no reservations made ahead Correct. of time. There is no kiosk. There is no uh, time frame. You go to a ride. You have the Universal Express Pass. You go to the front of the line. Right. Uh, it's pretty much every ride. For a while, they had been uh, uh, blacking out Harry Potter. Right. Uh, but that is now open. So if you're staying on site, not only do you get in an hour early into the Harry Potter sections, but you have the Universal Express Pass, you go to the front of the line. And I can't tell you how many times, uh, you know, we would get off of a ride like the Minion ride. We would get off of that, go back through the line, get off of it, go back through the line. We passed the same guy four times and he had moved like eight feet. Now, do I feel bad? No. (laughs) I No, I, I, I feel bad, but you know what? It's... And this is where Universal differs from Disney is that it's not a level playing field. You know, they make it available to you if you're willing to pay for it, which is why I'm surprised that Disney hasn't gone that way yet. Agreed. And I'm I'm looking at the prices tone. And so Universal Express, the the single day Universal Express pass is $69, but that gets you one ride. So you can only go on Transformers once. You can only go on any of that once. Right. The Express Pass Unlimited. $99. Dollar one is unlimited. That's right. go as many times as you want, right? Uh, throughout the day. So, and that's an add-on, like we said, in addition to your park ticket. Mm-hmm. So, no, I've never done it staying off site. We've stayed on site uh, twice. Uh, both times we've had it. Uh, I stayed off. Uh, I stayed on site at Cabana Bay once with a bunch of travel agents. Didn't have it, but we also had like a special the tour, so tour, we yeah. were we were on the rides with without VIP, weights. Yeah, baller status. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So which one do you like better? If you had to rate them, you know, I really, I conceptually, I like Universal Express Pass better because there are no times. You know, if you just and and for uh, Disney's Fast Pass, when you make your reservations ahead of time, you can only do, uh, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Of those three that you make ahead of time, you can only do that once. Right. If you walk into Universal, and like Dave said, if you want to ride the the Incredible Hulk coaster 27 times, and that's the only ride you do all day, Universal Express Pass lets you do that. So in that respect, I kind of like the Universal Express Pass for that. What I... (laughs) 
what I don't like um, is that it's not a level playing field. Uh, so, of course, uh, I think Dave's wife just called. Uh, we have some type some type of emergency going on, so I'm going to just yammer on for a second about the Fast Passes uh, versus Universal Express Pass. Uh, having done both, um, it's a lot less headache on the Universal side because you don't have to reserve stuff ahead of time. Uh, but Disney, I think it allows you to plan your day out a little better. Uh, and Dave had brought this up a little earlier is, you know, do I, th- do I think that it, it increases wait times? Um, I think that the FastPass Plus system allows you to have a better handle on your day. So, um, you know, I know when I'm going to ride, where I need to be, it allows me to organize my day because I'm actually picking attractions and I know that, you know, I'm not going to pick an attraction at 9 o'clock at Space Mountain and then do a 10 o'clock attraction at Splash Mountain and then do an 11 o'clock attraction over in, uh, you know, uh, the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth. Right. So it allows me to... pull around the park. Right. It allows me to plan my day out a little better, which Universal... You know, it's just kind of like, oh, what do you want to do now? Let's let's ride Kong. Let's go on, you know, the Pterodon Flyers. Let's, you know, wherever you are, you can just kind of do it. So uh, each has its advantages. I, I still think I prefer Disney's version a little better. Yeah, Disney's version is a little more organized, I guess you'd say, where Universal's a little more... It's off the cuff. Yeah. But know. there's something to be said for off the cuff. Yeah, yep. Um, you know, the other thing we didn't mention, too, is in... Um, in some of the parks, actually in all the parks, right? There's a tiered system. There is. Well, uh, in that's Disney, in Disney, that's not true anymore. It's in, it's in Epcot. It's in Epcot. There's a tiered system yep. for Fast Pass Plus. Hollywood Studios is a tiered yep. system, and uh, Animal Kingdom is a tiered system. Magic Kingdom is still non-tiered. Uh, so, with the tiers uh, in the three parks we mentioned, you're allowed to choose one attraction from the top tier and two attractions from the lower tier. So right. right now in Animal Kingdom, the only two top tier attractions are Flights of Passage and the uh, Navi River Journey. Yep. Uh, you can't choose both of those on the same day. Correct. Um, and in uh, Hollywood Studios, uh, all of the Toy Story rides, Correct. Toy Story Midway yep. Mania, Alien Saucer Spin, Swirl, Swirl, Swirl and Slinky, uh, Dog. Slinky Dog Dash, are all tier one attractions, so you can't choose. You can only choose one of those three, which is part of the downfall. Correct. Um, but it's all about you know ride management and how many people they can push through. You know, if given the choice, everybody would choose Slinky Dog Dash, Toy right. Story, Midway Mania, <laughs> and Star Tours. Right. You know. Um, so I I think they they tier it because they they have to. Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Especially in the tier system first came out at Epcot, and the reason being was, you know, Epcot had Mission Space, um, te- or Test Track, and then Soren came along, but that but that was really it. So you have your three attractions that you can pick, and it was the only three attractions in Epcot right. that had lines. Like, so they, they, they cut it down. Do I want to go to the character spot, uh, Journey into Imagination with Figment, or... right. You know, I don't know, some other, uh, the three Cavaliers, Turtle Talk, yeah, Turtle Turtle Talk, Talk with Crush. Crush. Yeah. Do I want to do two of those? No, but am I forced to? Yes. Yes. You know, for our upcoming trip, we didn't actually make any Fast Passes in Epcot because we figured we, we were going to the Magic Kingdom in the morning. We're going to head to Epcot in the afternoon. We'll do our ones in the Magic Kingdom and then see what's left at Epcot. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. All right. And uh, a little bit of trivia for you. What is the most Fast Passed ride in the Magic Kingdom? 
I mean, I'm going to go Peter Pan. You would be correct. Yeah. You you wouldn't think it because it's a 50 year old dark ride. Yeah. But that's that's the Peter uh, Pan's that's the big a one. line that I never understand. Yeah. Sometimes a two hour wait. Yeah. On a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, at nine think. in the morning when the park opens. Right. Two hours. Boom. Right. Like, holy crap. Yep. So. All right. So All until right. next time, uh, I'm Tony. I'm David. And, and we're, we're two, two dudes, dudes talking Disney. Disney.